Elsewhere in regional news, fellas, I've seen this story getting a lot of attention, a lot of focus on social media. I've seen a lot of parents, a lot of locals posting about this on Facebook. The McMinn County Board of Education in Athens, Tennessee, unanimously voting to ban the Pulitzer Prize winning book on the Holocaust, Mouse, A Survivor's Tale. The book was written by Art Spiegelman. According to local media outlets, it was banned by the McMinn County Board of Education because of concerns over strong language as well as a nude drawing of a female cartoon mouse. School board members tallied a 10 to nothing unanimous vote on the matter, saying the book should be replaced with another book that is not so objectionable. The director of schools, Lee Parkinson, said the book uh, contains, quote, some rough, objectionable language. He said two or three board members had come by his office to complain about it and discuss the matter. One of those board members is Tony Allman, and according to minutes from one of their school board meetings, here's what Mr. Allman said, quote, the book shows people hanging. It shows people killing kids. Why does the educational system promote this kind of stuff? It's not wise or healthy. Well, right there, guys, is the crux of the debate here, because let's listen to what this man said. He says, why is the educational system promoting this kind of stuff? Well, by teaching the Holocaust, you're not promoting the Holocaust. That's the debate. The debate is, what is the difference between uh, glorifying violence in a classroom, which I think we can all agree, if you're talking about young kids and impressionable minds, no, you don't want to be reading them graphic novels and graphic books that contain gratuitous violence for absolutely no reason. However, there are moments in history, World War II being one of them, the Holocaust being one of them, there are ugly moments in world history that kids need to learn about, and those moments are not pretty moments. The Holocaust was not pretty. There's nothing pretty about it. If you're going to learn about something like the Holocaust, you're going to be viewing some things and reading some things um, that can really scar you for a long time. Yeah, uh, but but that's the reality of the situation. Go visit any of those um, the camps over there, and you'll be scarred for life. I mean, it'll it'll stay with you. The stuff that they did was not for Nazis. Bad. That's what we're teaching here. Nazis and their practices. Bad. That's the lesson to be learned here, boys and girls. Now, I'd really like to hear from, I don't know if there's any parents from McMinn County uh, listening into the program right now. If there is, please do call us or text us and uh, tell us if you have some thoughts on this. Because, again, Kevin, to me, if the argument is that, hey, we want to make sure we're teaching history, we want to include the history of the Holocaust and the history of World War II, it's just, uh, you know, we have to make sure we're presenting this to kids in a way that we think is, you know, presentable and um, that they can process. If that's the argument, we want to teach the Holocaust. We just want to stay away from, you know, really rough language and, and the really, really graphic photos and details. Uh, you know, that's one argument to make, but... You know, if you're just trying to gloss over the entire lesson completely and, and we just kind of want to uh, either whitewash this or, you know, 
claim that the Holocaust wasn't quite as bad as people make it seem to be. Well, no, it was. It was actually worse. You know, and, and again, there's no easy way of teaching that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, well, what's, I think the question really comes down to what is age appropriate. What is? And I'm not sure at any age you could look at any images of the Holocaust and say it will not affect you. So I'm not sure there's any age. It'll stay with you forever. Where, where, where that uh, is appropriate, quote unquote, to learn. But I guess we have to learn it. What is age appropriate? What can a sixth grader consume or what can a sophomore in high school consume that a sixth grader can't? And, and high schoolers do love the graphic novels. You know, they, I mean, those are basically comic books. That's what they are. So that's how you describe a graphic novel, you know, those kind of illustrations and that sort of a thing. And uh, they, they love them in high school, so that's, that's a way to teach kids for sure because that's the kind of, of a platform they gravitate toward. Um, yeah, I, and I don't care what age you are. When you learn what people can actually do to other human beings, can go that far. Woo! It's, uh, well, it's an eye-opener. And Jim, I think it's worth noting, you know, when you talk about uh, what is age appropriate, some of this stuff will be, some of it will be scarring to anybody of any age. I mean, I remember, you know, I, I was well into my 20s when movies like Schindler's List came out, uh, when movies, when films like Saving Private Ryan came out. And there are, there are scenes in those movies. And again, if you, you talk to anybody who actually lived through World War II, I'll tell you that two of the finest movies ever made that depict, you know, those moments in history are Schindler's List and uh, Saving Private Ryan. And they're very graphic, uh, real-to-life movies. But I was in my 20s when I watched those films, and there are moments in those films that, were, that, that scarred me. And I, you know, and I was 26 years old. Yeah, the so one, one thing Nazis in Germany were really good at was record keeping and documentation. And so there are lots of photographs of things that they did at the camps. Whew. Oh my God! When you see them with with prisoners with their hands tied behind their back, and then they hoist them up by their thumbs until the arms dislocate, and they just hang there until they die. Whoo! That's a you don't you don't you ever know. forget that. Yeah, that's crucifixion like. Mm -hmm. Very very I mean, very much so. You know, you have to bear in mind, too, guys, that as, um, you know, as scarring as that can be to uh, kids today learning about that, there were, there were kids who, there were millions of kids who had to live through it. There are millions of thousands, millions of, of children in Europe who watched their parents and grandparents just be killed massacred slaughtered yeah, never, in front of their eyes and, and and you don't want to repeat of that you never want to repeat of that which is why we we show what was done but then there's the the question is where do you draw the line as to how graphic you get in the description right. you know because what is appropriate for a third for, for for a sophomore in high school is not appropriate for a, right. a third grader you have to discuss things differently because their their minds are just developed differently and i would agree with that kevin it, I, I i don't see anything i don't know if you guys have seen anything um, all I've seen is that the Board of Education as a whole has decided to ban the book. I, I don't know how young of an age they, they, were, they were teaching this book or that this book was on the curriculum. But, yeah, I mean, I could see that, you know, if we're talking about second and third graders, obviously, hey, this is a little bit much for them. But, you know, I mean, for the school board to ban the entire book from all classrooms, you know, I think a 17 and an 18-year-old senior in high school – can certainly process this stuff. Is it 
is it going to uh, is it going to be a little bit upsetting to them and uh, and and maybe scar them? Yeah, but but again, we're right back to square one. There's no way of teaching this stuff even to a mature adult. That's not going to leave you with some some pretty horrific images, you know. Two six seven one zero two three is the telephone line. Lynn is on line one. Lynn, welcome. I was born after World War Two, but my parents were involved in it. And um, when Eisenhower went into the um, camps of Dachau and um, all the others, he videotaped it. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, he took uh, movie reels. Yeah, and made the um, townspeople go and take a look so they could never deny. So that's what I always say. Right. When, when people say it didn't but happen... They, also, they showed it on uh, BBC. And I think I was about eight or nine years old. And my father made us watch it he said you need to watch this so this never happens in your lifetime mm-hmm. and i've never forgotten that and i've been to dachau and i've seen the camps and the where the the furnaces and stuff and it, it's horrific but at the same time it makes you very much aware that you don't want to see this ever happen <laughs> and this anti-semitism that's coming in now yeah True. It's more and more important that books like Mouse, which was it was only for high schoolers, by the way. Okay. Mm. And and these um, and these kids, they seem more in porn, so they're not <laughs> going to be shocked by a picture, a drawing of a naked lady or a naked mouse well, lady. I, you know, I think that. I, I think that's a fair point. I, I think kids today probably more mature when it comes to the consumption of adult material. You know, a lot of these kids today, they, they look the nudity, the strong language. They've been seeing it. They've been hearing it since they were, you know, eight years old uh, now more so than ever. So, you know, I, I, I think that's a fair point to make, too. I want to squeeze in uh, we're gonna, another quick call. And I, I will tell you, we're going to get to Michael DeZick from the uh, Jewish Federation. He directs the Jewish Federation. He used to work here, as a matter of fact. He's going to give us a call on the hotline to, to weigh out of this in just a minute, too. Absolutely. Uh, excellent. Let's go to Hugh. Hugh, you're on line, too. You're on the morning press. Hey, Brown. What's going on? Hey. hey uh, Mouse. Mouse was a great book. I, I had a uh, creative writing class in high school. And when we when we passed the class, that was her gift to us was Mouse, and that uh, the way and you're exactly right when when you say about graphic novels, it presents itself like a comic book. But I say I, I kept this book all the way up till just a few years ago. I would I would let my kids read it and look at it, and you know, them even pointed out the naked mouse. Um, but they they asked a lot of questions about was this real? Is did this really happen? Is, is this just a comic book? That kind of stuff. And it, it absolutely did. And, you know, scars, scars kind of hurt. Scars don't look pretty. But scars serve as a reminder. I have a scar on my finger from when I was a young kid. I was whittling a stick, and the knife folded back and cut into my finger. Sure. Well, now I look at that scar, and I'm like, hey, I learned how to whittle because I didn't want that to happen anymore. So scars are also lessons that we can learn from. And mm-hmm. that's... That's exactly what we need to do with this, because exactly what, what the other lady was saying, we don't, this is something we need to learn from so that it doesn't happen again. And we take away the history and take away the lessons of it, and then where are we? Yeah, that's a good point, and, you. Appreciate the phone and call. And TikTok, 
and TikTok, man. I mean, come on. They see worse on TikTok than they ever will in a mouse. <laughs> well, again, you know, I mean, uh, that, uh, you know, the, yeah, that goes back to the point that Lynn was just making. And, and I agree with her on that point that, you know, if we're if if the problem is is strong language and nudity, I mean, for God's sake, people! Again, the kids today—they're—they're they're, we're at a point in society where these kids are being exposed to that from an earlier age than ever. I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying it's reality. Um, you know, and at least in this case, the strong language and the nudity uh, is being used to teach something that's actually worthwhile. It's not just some silly video on TikTok. It's not just some silly, stupid thing that they saw on Snapchat. It actually is educational. And, you know, and the other thing that needs to be said here, Jim, real fast before we go to the break, is that, you know, I saw somebody on social media make this point. We've now entered a time where you're talking about young kids who, you know, not only does the Holocaust not mean anything to them or even register, but, I mean, 9-11 something as recent as 9-11, just 20 years ago, you know, kids who are being educated today in the elementary schools and middle schools and high schools, they weren't even alive. They, they, they cannot process this stuff. They can't understand it unless it's taught to them. And one of the first things they're going to ask is, just like Hugh just said, you know, his kids ask him, is this real? Did this really happen? And the answer is yes. Moments like this happened in history just 20 years ago let alone 90 years ago. Well, teaching the teaching World War II today is like when we learned about the Civil War. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. It was ancient history. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, right. At the moment, we're discussing the decision of the McMinn County School Board to ban the Pulitzer Prize-winning book on the Holocaust, Mouse, A Survivor's Tale. It was a unanimous vote, 10 to nothing. And... Um, the Board of Education pointed out that this book contains objectionable language, um, some nudity, a nude drawing of a female cartoon mouse, again, strong language, objectionable material. One of the board members in McMinn County, Tony Allman, said this, the book shows people hanging, it shows them killing kids. Why does the educational system promote this kind of stuff? It's not wise or healthy. And therein lies the debate, folks, because that is the debate. The debate that we're having right now is, well, uh, teachers who teach this book, if the book is on the curriculum, are we promoting it or are we simply teaching it? There's a difference between promoting violence against Jewish people and promoting violence against anybody. Uh, there's a difference between that and simply educating our young kids on historical events that happened. Uh, no matter how painful they might be, these are real events that actually happened. And as the old saying goes, if you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. The only way to learn from this history is to teach the history. And if we're teaching about the Holocaust, well, unfortunately, there's no real pretty way of teaching that, is there? There's none. So, two six seven one zero two three. Jim, I think we have Michael Dizik on yeah. the telephone line, and Michael is the head of the Jewish Federation here in Chattanooga. Used to work right here at the Radio Ranch, but uh, Michael is on the telephone line. And Michael, I'm sure you've been storing, uh, following this story out of McMinn County, and I'm sure you have some thoughts on this. I have. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Jr. Good morning, and. 
you know, I, let's start. I, you know, we could talk for hours on this, but let's start that the unfortunately the McMinn County School Board is just wrong on this. You know, uh, they you're taking something out of the curriculum, and this is something that is part of our history, uh, even some of our American history, if you want to take it that far, because. So many Holocaust survivors emigrated afterwards to the United States and North America, along with many other countries. But we have to, people have to understand that we're not teaching about the violence. We're teaching about what happened and not just the what happened, but how it happened, why it happened. And and it's unfortunate that, you know, people were walked to their death in, in fire pits and shot and gas chambers and this is an unfortunate part of history, and, and by no means am I or even anybody in the Jewish community advocating that we teach this, number one, inappropriately or making sure right. that it is age-appropriate. You know, the state of Tennessee, for example, has the Tennessee Holocaust Commission, which is a treasure trove of information for educators, mm-hmm. um, for public and private schools. Um, there's an organization out of Boston with an office in Memphis called Facing History and Ourselves, Many educators here um, learn about this and teach it in their classes for high school kids. And we know right down the road in Whitwell, Tennessee, where there are basically no Jews, look what they have done to educate their community. And the last point, I mean, I've got more points, Mm -hmm. but the last point I want to make sure people also understand is Nazis are terrible, and what they did was terrible. But let's remember in Germany at that time, and even throughout Europe, the worst part were the people who turned their heads. They were the mm-hmm. bystanders. They knew what was happening, but they didn't stand up and let six million Jews and six million others, you know, mm-hmm. from gypsies and non-believers and every were murdered um, in the Holocaust. The Holocaust well, was, you, you hear the term, the final solution. Just, it was Michael, the elimination there, there, of Jews from Europe. There, there are so many elements to discuss here, and when you talk about why we have to teach this, I mean, all the points you just made, uh, the millions of Jews who were killed uh, in the Holocaust, but for that matter, I mean, let's even if we're just looking at it from an American standpoint, I mean, kids at some point are going to have to learn that hundreds of thousands of Americans died in World War II, uh, close to 300,000 Americans, and... If we're not going to make it clear to them what we were fighting for, I mean, don't you think right. they're going to question, hey, why is it that almost 300,000 Americans sacrificed their life uh, in the 1940s during this thing called World War II? Well, th- the only way to explain that to them is to show them the horrificness of what was going on at the time. Th- this is why other countries had to step in and do something. I think I read recently that in the United States, 25% of our students have, don't even know what the term Holocaust is or what it means. Right. So right. if we continue down this road of not educating, and again, not glorifying violence, but educating our people of, yes, World War II, and yes, the Holocaust was something that was happening during this same time period in Europe, then this is why we see today anti-Semitism, and many other forms of hate, which is something that my organization fights against. You know, we're working with the Muslim community and the Christian community to build these relationships. But if we're not working together, then anti-Semitism, for example, is growing at 30 and 40 percent per year in this country. And, you know, there's a reason why when I go to synagogue, 
um, I'm greeted every time by a police officer because the Jewish community doesn't feel safe because we don't know what's going to happen. Look what happened in Colleyville. Look what happened Tree of Life in Pittsburgh. We don't know when those things are going to happen, and we feel unsafe. And, you know, I I reach out to my Christian friends. I'm talking to my Christian friends and telling them, just have an understanding. And when you hear something that might be construed as anti-Semitic, stand up, say something. If somebody's being hateful to the Muslim community, stand up say something yeah. that is what we need to do as a society to to, to eradicate anti-semitism but also all forms of hate well, well let me ask you this michael getting back to this particular book mouse a survivor's tale now i i, mm-hmm. I have to admit i've actually never read the book it, it was not in a curriculum um of mine when when i was at this age but the McMinn County Board of Education banned it outright. What is, uh, would you say there is a, a appropriate age? Uh, this particular book, is it appropriate? What's the age of kid yeah. that, that yeah, you think I, it's Yeah, I hear what you're saying, for? Ryan. And I have to, I, like you, I'm not familiar with this particular book, and I'm not okay. sure if that, you know, did they ban it for middle school or junior high or high school? Um, typically in the state of Tennessee, and really in most states, they start introducing Holocaust in fifth grade. But remember, they're doing it at an age-appropriate level. When you get into the deep uh, dive into the Holocaust, it's really once you're in, in, in high school. So I can't speak specific, specifically on this book. Is it part of the curriculum, for, again, under the Tennessee Holocaust Commission? I just don't know. I need to do a little bit more research myself. But yeah. again, it's hard to believe that, that books that educate and use, whether it be cartoons or real pictures or or that it would be something that would be inappropriate. And it's something that, you know, I look forward to uh, speaking with the um, leadership in McMinn County, but, you know, that's part of the Chattanooga metro area. And we have Jews that live in that community, and we want to make sure that they understand uh, and they're making good decisions. I happen to believe this is not a good decision they're making. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure you heard us make this point, uh, Michael, but, um, you know, I made the point that when, when it comes to, you know, educating the public on the Holocaust, to this day, I'm an adult, I'm a 45-year-old male adult, and, and I can I can look at imagery from World War II. I watch Holocaust movies. I, I, I watch a movie like Schindler's List, and even at the age of 45, it's traumatizing to me. So, you know, yeah. again, there's no real easy way of teaching this stuff, learning this stuff. Yeah. Or presenting those things happen. You know, people were branded like cattle and and literally walked to their deaths, Mm -hmm. thinking they're taking a shower. And Cyclone B gets dropped in, Mm -hmm. and they suffocate. Um, These things happen, and people need to be aware that it's terrible. It is the worst of human nature and human behavior is what happened during the Holocaust. And again. There's genocides you know, in Rwanda and other parts in the world. So I, I don't want to just minimize it all to the right. Holocaust. Um, but again, when we say never again, as Jews, we don't mean never again just to the Jews. We mean never again in, in human history should something like this happen. Um, I, I know you have limited time, and I would love well, to the, come on and talk last, about uh, this in greater depth later. The, the the last point that I was going to make here, sure. Um, sure. Michael, is is that uh, you know as traumatizing as it can be to to young kids and Americans to learn about this stuff. I'll I'll never forget you know the first time I traveled to Europe uh, as a young adult, the late 1990s, early 2000s. Uh, you know I, the the generation unfortunately is slowly passing on, but uh, right. the first time I ever went to 
to Europe and you're traveling through uh, Germany, you're traveling through the Netherlands, Belgium, France, you're, you're meeting people. You're meeting people who were kids when they watched they watch their mm-hmm. own parents and grandparents just being massacred in front of them, just being executed. Right. And, and I mean, if you if you think it's traumatizing 80 years later to read about it in history books, I, I would talk to these old ladies and, <laughs> and older gentlemen who they had to watch this stuff with their own eyes when they were eight years old. I was fortunate to go to Poland 10 years ago, and I went to Auschwitz-Birkenau mm. and mm. I've read everything. I've seen the movies. I, I, you know, I've lost members of my family in the Holocaust, and mm. it was still numbing to me to stand in a gas chamber to see what you see in those pictures of the bunks that are three and four high, and yeah. and dozens of people lying in there. I saw those things, and you know, for people to to not understand that they need to learn about it again, not teach the hate, but to teach how the hate happened. It didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight. Um, there's so much we need to learn, and I think as a society and as Americans, we have an obligation to teach our, our youth. And I understand this is a hard topic. Yeah. This is not an yeah. easy topic. But no, it has not. to be taught for the future of, again, not creating people who hate others because of why. Because we're Jewish? That's, it, it makes no sense to me. On the telephone line here is Michael Dizick, and he is the head of the Jewish Federation in Chattanooga. We're talking about the McMinn County Board of Education's decision to ban this book on the Holocaust, Mouse, A Survivor's Tale, is what the book is called. Uh, Many of our listeners are familiar with it. Some are not. Um, Michael, we do have to go to the break now. We have to let you go. But before we do, uh, the Jewish Federation in Chattanooga, is there a website? Is there a Facebook page if people want to learn more? About yes, your organization, absolutely. where can they go? Very, very simply, it's jewishchattanooga.com. Um, again, fighting against anti-Semitism is one thing. Also, engaging the Jewish community is a piece of what we do. We do celebrations, and we're actually not a religious organization. We're open to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak in schools and colleges, and um, we, have, we do some really amazing programs for this community in Chattanooga. Um, so find us, check us out. Send me an email, and I'm happy to continue the conversation with you guys on the air in the future, as well as anybody in the community um, and groups or privately.